The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And this is The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. We have been covering in recent days this issue of our Minister for Finance rotating with the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform. So before Christmas, Pascal Donoghue is going to move into the job Michael McGrath has. Michael McGrath is going to move into Pascal Donoghue's job and become Minister for Finance. Although it's not the only job Pascal Donoghue has. Pascal is also the president of the Eurogroup, which is the group of countries that use the euro. It is a very high-profile position and it is one that he will lose out on and Ireland will lose out on if indeed this rotation goes ahead. The Taoiseach and Michael McGrath, for what it's worth, have said it is absolutely going ahead. Not their words, but that's effectively what they have both said. Parity of esteem is important and a deal was done. But we had Stephen Kinsella, the economist on the show yesterday. He described it as a possible own goal on the government's behalf to give up a job like this. Shane Ross is the former Minister for Transport and he joins me now. Uh, Shane, would you agree with Stephen Kinsella? Would this be an own goal? I think so, right? I think it's, this is a party political issue interfering with national politics in a very, in a very major way. Um, you've got a situation here where you've got two really able, very, very able ministers indeed, who think alike and who act alike and who have, have a similar outlook and are both extraordinarily co- competent. Um, and either of them, no doubt, would be, would be a good chair of the Euro, of the Eurogroup and Pascal Dunne, who has proved to do so. I think he's been there two and a half years. He's made some phenomenal connections for the country. He's done the country a lot of good. You know, he's he's been he's been on very good terms and done some very good deals with you know Janet Yellen, who's the U.S. Treasury Secretary. Uh, and the experience which he's got there, I think, would be wasted if he was removed from this position. The problem is that what we have is an understanding, not an actual deal, that when the t- when the position of T-shirt changes. So does the Minister of Finance, and it's treated. And and the and the problem then is the casualty of the chair of the Eurogroup because that doesn't automatically go to anybody coming in uh, to the Minister for Finance here. So we've got to decide whether we keep him there, keep, keep Pascal there with with the uh, and then holds the chair of the Eurogroup for Ireland, or we put we put Michael McGrath in and lose it. it. Seems to me that we don't have very much choice in that situation, and the responsible choice is to say. Yeah, the national interest demands that the person who's done such a competent job in that position at the moment is allowed to continue for another two and a half mm. years. Philip Hall, understandably, is saying, hey, look, we want the job. It's uh, it's our turn. But, you know, things like this shouldn't go by turn. I think they should go by, by competence and by experience and in the national interest. And Pascal's done a great job there. Yeah, and all of that might make sense to a rational person, but you've also mm. been inside the tent I mean, to what degree do national considerations fall by the wayside when it comes to party politics? Too much and too often. Uh, You know, it's it's it happens it happens all the time that people say, "Okay, this is this is this is one of the spoils of office." It happens in my amongst my old friends and the judges. They they you know they they are appointed by politicians for politicians, and and depending on what colour you are, you have much better chance of getting that. And that doesn't work in the national interest at all. Uh, and here we're going to make a sacrifice, I suspect, uh, which is which is a classic example of people demanding something for the party before the national interest. And I, I think there's some sign that, that Finnefore might look at this in a different way. I think there might be some way that they will trade it off, mm. the way that you shouldn't trade these things off. But at the end of the day, they may say, okay, leave them there. But 
they'll look for something else. They may look for something maybe on the EU commissioner's job, which is coming up in 2024. Some commitment on that or some commitment elsewhere. But it's the wrong way of looking at politics. I want you to take a little listen to Leo Varadkar talking about this very issue today. Yeah. Uh, how the government's going to operate uh, and that involves uh, changes to the cabinet uh, in December and they will happen in accordance with the agreement. Um, I think uh, an assumption is being made that uh, Minister Donoghue has to be Minister of Finance to continue to chair chair the Eurogroup. That is not necessarily the case. Uh, So that assumption is being made um, erroneously. Um, But I do want to say this, um, and I'm going to keep on saying this, I appreciate there's going to be a lot of speculation about what the new cabinet and the new government's going to look like in December. Um, I've had no discussion yet about that uh, with the Taoiseach or Minister Ryan because it's not our priority at the moment. Um, My priority is getting the budget right and helping people with the cost of living and helping businesses to survive this winter. Um, It's something we're going to talk about in November, December. Now, Leo Radker, they're leaving all sorts of doors and windows wide open as to what might happen uh, (laughs) in November. Stephen Kinsler, though, had a suggestion. Um, He he talked about them swapping roles, but some of the competencies of the Minister for Finance, the Department of Finance, transferring over with Pascal Donoghue. Again, as someone who's been inside the tent, uh, is that realistic? Oh, I think so, because once upon a time, the minister, there was only a minister for finance, no True. minister for public expenditure at all. Uh, so it could easily, that could easily be done. But, you know, Leo's kicking for touch there and he's, he's leaving it to the last minute like politicians do. And that's, that's, that's what happens. They, they pretend they're not thinking about this at all, but they're thinking about little else. And uh, the last minute they come, they come to an agreement. You know, uh, what he didn't say, but I'm sure he's aware of the fact that, that he doesn't absolutely necessarily have to, as far as we know, uh, remain in that job to retain the chair. That there was there was a precedent where where it was the it was a prime minister Jean Claude Juncker of Luxembourg held held the chair of the Eurogroup Euro and was and was prime minister but not finance minister uh, in Luxembourg. So there is a precedent for someone holding it who mm. without without holding finance portfolio he would need the consent, I think, for this of all the other member states. But you know. Pascal's stature is really very, very high amongst those Eurogroup ministers, and he's likely, he's likely, to, he's going to come up for re-election in that next year, 2023, and he's very likely, he's almost certainly going to be elected, but to be elected unopposed. So I think there's a little scope there for the for the other for the other ministers to come together and say, yes, we we, we want him to stay, but we can we're going to have to we're going to have to bend the rules a bit to do that. If if there was a, a sounding out process undertaken and the response from Europe was absolutely not, we will only accept a, a nominee from an actual minister for finance. I mean, does it behove Leo to offer up the opportunity to become Taoiseach again? Should he forego that in the national interest? Listen, we'll just leave everyone where they are. We're talking total fantasy. <laughs> I mean, it's, I suppose... That's it's in the national question. interest, Shane. <laughs> that is exactly the point I was making. There is not a snowball chance in hell of Leo offering to give up that job uh, in order to create a vacancy in the national interest in that situation. He's fought very hard to regain it. Uh, he's, had, he's, he's overcome a lot of serious difficulties to, to regain it. And I think his priority may be the national interest, but he has an equally important priority in that, which he regards as being in the national interest, and that's that he's teaching himself. Mm. No, that is not going to happen. Well, Absolutely well, no way. Well, what do you suspect would be the 
response in Europe if we were to give this position up? I mean, I don't, I don't want to relitigate Phil Hogan and Golfgate, yeah. but again, we had a very, very high-profile commissioner's job that we effectively gave up uh, 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 during the COVID pandemic. I, I'd imagine there'd be a certain degree of head-scratching in Brussels. Like, what have the Irish got against themselves? Yeah, I think they'd be very surprised that, 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 that you know, the, the national interest could be you know, uh, undermined so so obviously by a political by a political interest, and that we couldn't sort it out amongst themselves. Now we've got a very peculiar form of government, and we've got a form of government where they have policies which are very, the parties very much in, in common, but where they fight like tigers for the for the for the plum jobs. And unfortunately, this won't do us any good in Europe if we're thought if if it's thought that we uh, put a, a, a high position in Europe. Uh, and the and the winning of it by by a certain party above the interest uh, the national interest and I think they'd also be reckon that we're not actually considering Europe's interests because you know coordinated economic fiscal policies have have worked really pretty well in in terms of the pandemic you know which is and and Ukraine and this is what the Eurogroup minister is about it's about coordinating that and Pascal has been very very successful there I think scratching their heads is is the right is, is the right phrase to use, they would be very puzzled that a very successful chair is being hauled back by his government and being substituted for, 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 by what they regard as an unknown. But uh, I mean, I, if Michael McGrath goes there, I'm sure it'd be very good. Um, yeah. But we've got someone there with the experience, the connections, and it would be a very large sacrifice for Ireland, I think, and, and probably bad for Europe if he's replaced. Shane Ross, former Minister for Transport. Shane, pleasure as always. Thanks a million uh, for joining us here on the show. Brian says, who are we kidding here? And having Pascal inside the tent is like the UN Security Council. We're just there to take notes. We've no influence one way or another. Uh, but somebody else says, a deal's a deal. Leo will not continue as tarnished to Not a chance. So Pascal will have to go. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.